August of 2019, I and my son Gabriel drove from our home in Virginia Beach to visit my brother and his family in Kentucky. My brother Dave, he has two boys, Evan and Aaron, and they both just get along famously with my son Gabriel. Kentucky is at least a 12-hour drive if you drive fast and you don't stop for gas or long sightseeing visits or meals. It's a long drive, probably 13 in all for all intents and purposes from Virginia Beach. So even if you get an early start at, say, 7 o'clock in the morning, it's still going to be a really long, tiring day. Get there and you're just exhausted after a day driving like that. Well, that day that we left, we left about 1 o'clock p.m. Gabriel has mild asthma, which was acting up that day. We had to get him some treatments with a nebulizer, went to the doctor for a quick visit just to make sure everything is cool before a, a trip of 7 to 10 days. But get going we did at about 1 o'clock p.m. So, Seeing since we got such a late start, I was going to drive maybe eight hours, find an Airbnb somewhere in West Virginia, and then it'll be about four hours driving the next morning to get to my brother's house. I'd been up since five o'clock in the morning. It seemed like a pretty sound plan to me. Well, we made it to one of the towns in western West Virginia where I'd booked an Airbnb. We checked in, we got situated a little bit, and then we went to the Waffle House to get some dinner. Now, it was here at the Waffle House that I explained to Gabriel, who was five years old at the time, that we were going to spend the night in this little town and drive the rest of the way so he could see his cousins in Kentucky the next morning. Gabriel was not going to hear anything of the sort. He had it made up in his mind that he was going to see his cousins in Kentucky that day. And that was that. He began sobbing at the very thought of staying at this place the where, where we had just gone to and went inside real quick before we went to Waffle House for dinner. The thought of not being able to see Evan and Aaron until the next morning just made him cry inconsolably. I did my best to explain to him that Daddy's tired Daddy needs his rest so he can drive the rest of the way to Kentucky, but I may as well have just been talking to the hydrogenated food product melting on my waffle. It was falling on deaf ears. He then said something that was just so cute. I'm going to remember it for the rest of my life. I can't even do it justice with how I'm going to recall what Gabriel said in that moment. He is sobbing. He's pleading with me to not spend the night in this town in West Virginia to just keep going. And he said, Daddy, you're not doing your best. We ended up driving to Kentucky that night. Got in at about 1.30 in the morning. How do you refuse a five-year-old child who simply will not be denied waking up the next morning and playing games with his cousins? The short answer is, you don't. So we got in, and I made it. I didn't think I could, but I did. And Gabriel woke up the next morning, and he saw his grandmother. He saw his cousins, and they just had a grand time, and all was well, and everybody survived. 
My son taught me an important lesson in that Waffle House that evening. And that lesson is no matter how much I've done, I can always do more to finish the job. I could have put my foot down and said, kiddo, I'm sorry, but daddy's done. Daddy can't drive anymore. We would have gone to the Airbnb. He would have fallen right asleep. He was tired. We would have gotten going the next morning, probably 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, got in at 10 o'clock, and he would have been fine. Gabriel today, it's 8 years old, he probably wouldn't be so insistent on having to get to Kentucky that night. That's just the personality that he had at that stage of his life. It's just one of those precious moments that a father is given for a happy memory and also a life lesson to pass on to others and remember for himself. Doing just a little bit more than is expected for our podcast artistry clients is what keeps me, me motivated to continue doing it. It's the kind of the magic of a service-based business. You can always personalize it, make it something only you would do, kind of like those Farsight cartoons that I mentioned in one of my emails the other day. There's about a kajillion cartoons out there, but there's only one Farsight, only one Gary Larson with that crazy, wacky sense of humor that he's got. And he's got legions of Berserker fans to show for it, to the point that you can take one look at a cartoon that's not the far side, a far side group on Facebook, and you know instantly that's not far side. You know it instantly. It's just, he's just got that, that type of brand recognition. Well, if you or someone you know is looking to get their name or their message onto the interwebs in a very unique in a very personalized way. Podcasting is a tremendous way to do it. I don't think there's ever been a better time to be in podcasting, and I think it's only going to get better in the coming months and years. Well, we have a little service that we provide called Podcast Artistry, where we will do the production, and we will give coaching, guidance on how to make a winning podcast that will make an impact in your niche. And we have just a few more spaces for clients before we need to close the doors for a short time while we can get everything ready and then we can open up, open up the doors again. But the time is running short. If you want to learn more about what we have to offer, check us out at podcastartistry.com. Podcast Artistry.